Welcome to this episode of Meditations for the Anxious Mind. I'm Frankie and I will be here with you every step of the way. Let's go for a walk, shall we? Let's talk about what you did last week. Who, me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. The day was Tuesday. The time, 6.57am. You jolted awake. <gasps> after having a horrific nightmare that you don't remember much about. All you remember is staring down the frozen food aisle of an empty supermarket and seeing chickens with human hands tied up as if they were under arrest and something about flashing lights everywhere. You get up out of bed trying to piece together the dream and what it could have meant while you absent-mindedly make yourself a cup of tea. <laughs> That's not tea! That's my grandfather's remains in a cup of boiling water! You feel you're not the one to blame. After all, you weren't the one who put the urn beside the kettle. So you just keep drinking it. Hmm. A smile twists across your face as you wipe the ash from your mouth. You know what, Grandad? You didn't taste that bad after all. You decide it would be a nice idea to brush your teeth. So as to set you up for the day, you trundle towards the bathroom. Ah, there's no more toothpaste, you say. But you notice you have two bottles of hand sanitizer. So you have a mouthful. Gurgle that straight from the bottle. You look out the window to see, to see if everyone is laughing at you. The coast is clear. You turn around and notice the bottle you didn't drink from might become sentient when you leave the room and express feelings of jealousy and rage towards the bottle that you did drink from. You wouldn't want to hurt either of them. Oh, maybe if I just drink these two bottles of hand sanitizer, no one would be upset with me. You muse to yourself. Knowing well that no musing is necessary. You know in your heart you're drinking that hand sanitizer. And there's not a damn thing anyone on this earth can do to stop you. The warm acidic burn sanitizes your insides and kills all bacteria that may have been residing rent free in your stomach. Ah, it's great to be clean. You look down at the two empty bottles of hand sanitizer and roll your eyes. Now lads, I don't want to hear any more arguing from the pair of you. You saunter out of the bathroom, rubbing your hands together as if you just achieved something. You look at the time. Oh, it's 8.52. I better get out of here and start busting some moves. You say, you skip out of the house in a hurry. You notice your flatmate's child left his bike in the shed 
so you take it without even blinking and off on your journey you go you start cycling into the village all of a sudden your stomach starts to rumble and you feel dizzy oh, oh I don't feel too good I think the milk I put in my grandfather's ashes was past its expiration date just like your granddad sorry you begin to get spots in your vision and hear an indistinct voice delirium begins the voice starts to get louder and more distinct you notice it's an elderly voice hey it's me your granddad you summoned my spirit once you drank my remains so now i'm living inside your head get used to it we're watching Emmerdale tonight you start to pull out your hair to make sure you're not still dreaming and you know I only take a drop of milk in the tea you almost drown me in the fucking stuff you feel your stomach churn but granddad what do I need to do next? you ask well we need to talk to you about that dream you had he replies I'll help you remember what happened. It was a prophecy of things to come. Silence surrounds you. Alright, Grandad, well, tell me what happened then. You beg impatiently. We can't tell you exactly, but I can show you. Go to the supermarket. I'll stay quiet, but I'll be here with you. Your heart sinks into your stomach like a rock on a bed of wet tissue paper. You feel like you're about to pass out, but every time you begin to lose grip on reality, your granddad slaps you from the inside. Get up the fuck! He's not too happy he has to live in your body now. He'd much rather be dead. It's not exactly Disneyland in here, is it? You fall through the doors of the supermarket. You lock eyes with a friendly, metal-aged woman at the entrance. Hello and welcome to- You obnoxiously wave your hand up close to her face. I don't care, I came here on a mission, now I'm gonna find out the reason I need to be here. You say with slurred speech and brush right past her. You can hear your granddad whisper something about being hungry. I thought you were staying quiet, granddad. You say out loud in a supermarket full of people. We will, we will, but I haven't eaten real food in 20 years, so let's get some dinner. Your granddad says. Okay, well if I'm buying it and you're cooking it, you say again out loud. People start to distance themselves from you now. They look nervous. Your mental condition deteriorates. You find yourself picking up ice cubes and holding them in your hand just to see how long it takes them to melt. Mmm, nothing like it. Granddad doesn't say it, but you begin to feel yourself being moved towards the frozen food section. You look in the meat section and pick up the biggest chicken you can find. Granddad, this is like the one in my dream. You say again, by yourself, out loud. Except this one doesn't have little human hands. 
Your eyes start rolling in the back of your head and your heartbeat slows to almost a stop and you haven't even had breakfast yet. Um, excuse me, sir. The nice, middle-aged woman taps you on the shoulder. We're going to have to kindly ask you to leave. You keep talking to yourself and you're scaring away all of our customers. You look around, noticing the supermarket is empty now, just like in your dream. It's not empty. Stay calm, you fearsome beast. Me, you and my granddad are here, just like in my dream. You can be a customer too, if you like, once you take off that uniform. What time is your break? poor woman looks past you, as if trying to usher other members of staff to help with the situation, then looks back at you in fear for her life. She clears her throat. Um, have you been drinking alcohol today, sir? She asks, apologetically. Who, me or my granddad? We ran out of toothpaste, so I drank two bottles of hand sanitizer because I didn't want anyone to be jealous or angry with me. The woman freezes as if she's never built up the tools to deal with a situation like this ever before in her life. Ask her if she's into older men. Your granddad says, Shh, granddad, she can hear you. My granddad wants to know if you want to have a threesome with us. That's not what I fucking said. The woman just walks away slowly as if you're going to attack her. If she turns her back, you can see her press a button from under the cash register. Granddad, you scared her off. You shouldn't have been so forthcoming. Of course she's not into older men. You say, throwing your hands up in the air. Get your groceries and let's get out of here. They're on to us. 30 minutes later, after several stints of hobbling towards the meat section and forgetting why you were there. You finally grab the chicken for dear life and zigzag your way to the cash register. It's the same woman who confronted you earlier. You look at her drunkenly. The offer still applies. You'll also be fed. Oh, and just so you know, me and my granddad are eating meat tonight. You say, plonking the frozen chicken down at the till and winking at her in slow motion with both of your eyes at the same time. Her face is now nondescript, as if she has surpassed her nervousness to an unknown territory that goes beyond fear, sheer numbing terror that knows no expression. You can hear her frantically pressing a button under the desk you're on your own now, your granddad says, tipping his cap and flying out of your body and into the atmosphere. You feel your body grow heavy and your eyelids droop shut. You fall on the ground, just beside the checkout desk. Oh my god, someone help! You wake up some time later on the cold hard ground with a swelled up head and a hankering for more hand sanitizer. You see flashing lights through the entrance of the supermarket, just like you did in your dream. 
you close your eyes shut once more and wake up to someone clicking their fingers in your face. Come on buddy, wake up, you need to get out of here. You look up and there's a Garda in a purple uniform with a carrot sellotaped to his shoulder pad standing over you. He's wearing glasses that he looks like he doesn't really need. He's also wearing sandals. Who are you? You ask. Me? I'm a member of the Vegan Garda, a new initiative started by Angarda Shiakana. There are eight of us vegans on the force. We come from a place called the Gluten-Free Garden Station. What do you got in your shopping bag there, buddy? You start to wonder, does he even care that you're lying on the ground, passed out with ethanol poisoning and alcohol-induced psychosis? Before you get a chance to react, he reefs the bag out of your hand. I'll take that. And rifles through it. Oh, look what we have here. Chicken. You're in trouble now, buddy. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll let you walk right back to the frozen food section and put that chicken back where you found it. Sound good? You look at the chicken and think, what would your granddad say? Oh, I'm going to keep the chicken and eat it tonight. What are you going to do? Handcuff me? The vegan Garda turns beetroot with anger. No, I'm not going to handcuff you, because that's not within my jurisdiction. I'm going to do something much worse. I'm going to shame you for not eating vegan food like I do. Those are shackles you'll wear for a lifetime, buddy. They're invisible, and you'll never pick the lock. The woman at the cash register shouts over at the Garda. Will you help the boy out? He's been poisoned. He needs an ambulance immediately. The Garda looks at her and barks. I'm sorry. Are you vegan? No. The woman says, glumly. Well, then let me do my job and let me instill a sense of morality into this waste. The Garda replies. So, I will call you an ambulance, buddy, once you put that chicken back for me. Is that cool? The vegan Garda says with a sadistic smirk. No, I'll just leave with the chicken I paid for. I don't need an ambulance. I'm gonna buy more hand sanitizer, drink the rest of my grandfather's ashes when I get home, and then we'll call it a party. Actually, do you sell any hand sanitizer here? You ask the woman behind the till. I'm afraid we don't. Everyone's gone mad for it. They're buying hand sanitizer like there's no tomorrow. Ugh, fucking alcohols. You think to yourself, You leave the supermarket with the chicken in a bag and the vegan Garda slowly walks alongside you. You really sure you want to do this, buddy? The vegan Garda protests. You nod and keep walking. Once you leave the premises, the vegan Garda blocks your path and starts ringing a bell in front of a crowd of people. Hey, everyone! I'm a vegan Garda and look over here! This guy just bought chicken, and he's going to cook it and eat it tonight. The vegan Garda frantically looks around for validation from friendly faces that agree with the cause he's fighting for. All he is met with is confusion.
The bald man in a parka jacket with coffee stains on his sleeve walks past and stares at the vegan Garda. What's wrong with that? He did nothing wrong. Have you nothing better to do than harass people over their dietary choices? The vegan Garda looks like he's about to burst into tears. A young girl walks past with two of her friends. They look shocked at the vegan Garda's public outburst. The vegan Garda is momentarily satiated. Yeah, these girls get it! Vegan all the way! Make sure you tag me in that post at Gluten Free Garden Station! The girl looks up from her phone screen and stares blankly at the Garda. I'm just recording you so the world knows how much of a freak you are! She giggles with her friends and leaves. <laughs> the vegan Garda has never been so outraged. He takes his carrot out of his shoulder pad and starts nibbling away at it. Ah, oh, this tastes like shit! There's no one really gonna tell me how well I'm doing. They do not see how much better I am than them. At this rate, I may as well eat meat. Here, give me that chicken. The guy grabs the bag right out of your hand, sits on the ground and starts gnawing on the frozen chicken. He doesn't even stop to take off the plastic. This truly is a man unhinged. He looks up at you. I'm sorry you had to see me like this. Come on, buddy, I'll take you home. He's crying into the chicken. You begin to feel sorry for him. Well, why don't you come home with me? All those tears you're crying into the chicken will actually make a nice juice when cooked. If you stop munching on it now while it's raw, We'll have enough between us to enjoy a nice spread. Wow, what a feast, 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 you say with enthusiasm. The vegan Garda wipes his face on his sleeve. <laughs> okay, let's go to yours then, he says. We've got some hand sanitizer in the car. That's all we have time for today. You really are a naughty boy. I know your secrets. Don't worry. Goodbye.